Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three. Yes, we're back. We definitely we're are, back. people. We are. We're going to leave we everybody are. hanging on Super Bowl Sunday. Come on now. You know Regardless we of our break, we are back for the great day that is called Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, we are. We, we truly are. It's going to be a momentous day. This is the 50th year of the Super Bowl. And, man, I just cannot wait to see these two teams take the field today. It's going to be epic. I'm, I'm really excited to see what the outcome is going to be, regardless of who wins. I really don't care since I'm not getting paid to care. <laughs> or to the field. Wow. We got Broncos versus Bears, young versus old, former versus boring. We got it all today. We have it all today. Young versus old, former versus boring, big passes, Scramble versus statue in the pocket. You name it, we, you can you can call it wow. today's game. Yeah, it's gonna be. It, it's gonna. I, this, this, this I, be, I, yeah. I don't know what is, right, exactly. It's gonna be. So we just gotta wait to see what's it's going down. <laughs> it's going down today. I think that this is, is how they're doing today, man. Every single game, can you do this, coach? Not only will I do it for you, I, I, I. Yes, yes, I'll do it for you. <laughs> it's going down today. <laughs> so as you guys can see, we're super excited. We 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 are super excited. We have made it to the Super Bowl after what a season! And so we do have a few headlines yeah. that have just started yeah. uh, uh, to pop up. Uh, can we? Can we? Can None we? None of them are about to uh, pop up. Can we? Can we? Uh, can we bow our heads? In a moment of silence for all of our NFC North teams. <sighs> Okay, so now we're back. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, NFC North, not so much this year. No, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it was, was always nice. It was a good round up until the last weekend. You know, I mean, it was. You know what? And 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 the NFC North would have represented a little bit longer. And and I'll take the heat for this. If my kicker for my favorite team. If oh somebody would have told him, <laughs> like I said, Blair Ross got got a video, got some pictures on somebody in that in that front office for him to still he be gotta, on that roster. He got to check. Y'all better start checking for new cars and 
you know, my Man, new address. You know, I- because apparently, um, what? And I can't even. I was speechless. I was also very cold because I'm a diehard Viking fan. But I was speechless. I was. I um. I don't think wow. anyone expected him to, you know, especially. I mean, you get you get down to the, you know, the end part of the season, and everything's winding up, and, and everybody's out. I'm sorry. I mean, I know, dude. I know. It was what was it? Wide left. I don't know if it was wide left. I know he he right totally because and, 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 now Cassandra was at the game, so we didn't get to talk to her during the game. But when this happened. Mike and I called each other, and both of us have played football at various levels, and when we weren't playing, we've always stayed fans. I had to ask Mike this question. We all know that for kickers, the term is always laces out. And I want to know, and I want someone to explain to me, Mm-hmm. What does laces out really mean for the kick? If it's a superstition, I can roll with that because I understand super, superstitions in sports. But if it's a, if it's a, if it actually affects the physical and the science of the actual kick, please explain that to me because they all they talked about for three or four days. The laces weren't out. The laces weren't out. They, it was so cold. The the gloves didn't allow the the placeholder to spin the ball, so the laces weren't out. I'd want to know because I'm sick of the the term laces out. Yes, I remember thinking of nine more. Okay, well I got the answer for I you. you. I am looking up on livestrong dot com right now, and it says why are the laces important on the football? <laughs> <laughs> so the traditional function is to hold the ball together, obviously. But when it comes down to actually kicking the ball, you want to kick the flat side of the ball. You don't want to kick the laces because you get more okay. of the ball. So it makes it easier, trajectory wise, you know those type of things. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, the laces also might might vary in thickness. And then most kickers right. kick, kick in a soccer shoe, or they don't kick with a shoe at all. So it's easier for you kick. You get more on the back of the ball. Now if you kick the, I'm not saying you can't kick the laces. I'm just saying that if you do, it's probably you probably have a better chance of messing up the kick like but, you did. But you know what? You know? And I was going to well, give you that right, same answer. Like to me and Mike, I, I was going to give that. you that same answer. If you're kicking answer. the flat side of the ball, it's more controlled environment. Laces, because they vary, it doesn't feel like a controlled environment. And, and as a kicker, you want to do the same thing every time. Now, that's the first time I've ever heard it explained to me. Because at first it always sounds like superstition, which I was okay with, but without the explanation, I didn't understand. Yeah, you know, it has a lot well, to do with, you know, the control of the ball. Well, apparently that particular Sunday, apparently that particular Sunday, it it just didn't matter. Uh, the laces and, and could have been missing. He didn't. And <laughs> <laughs> he well, see, let's some real. Blair Walsh should have been cut four <laughs> years ago. Uh, well, yeah, well, Cash, you're the resident. I'm going to keep bringing him back. I, I don't I, understand. I am. I, I don't either, but uh, he's he's streaky, and that's becoming scary. He used to be on point. He used to be like the Robbie Gold of the Vikings, and <coughs> excuse me, he's a little streaky now. Um, uh, right. Older the Bears anymore. <laughs> and, and I know you should give people chances. I really know you should give people chances. I was actually done with Blair Walsh a couple seasons ago when they went down to Dallas. Same situation. All the Vikings needed was a field goal in Dallas, and they would have won. 
and if we're gonna I talk about they lost in overtime to the Cowboys, so I think. And if we're gonna talk about kickers, I'm not. He hadn't missed a, a, a kick all season, uh, an extra uh, an extra point, a PAT all season. So he missed one. I don't. They're allowed to miss one. It just sucks that he missed one in the playoffs. Who's well, I mean, allowed? Come to on, miss man. One? Who you should He's be allowed missed to miss several. You know, you, look, no, Steve got You, you, you are not even a football player. You're the kicker. You're not even a football player. You're the kicker. Thank you. You don't do anything. <laughs> all do you do is out. kick the ball. Right. That's all you do. practice. That's all they do. So if you can't come out there for the for the minute or minute you know fifty seconds twenty two minutes or whatever you're on the field to do to do one simple job, put the ball between the uprights or punt it or do the kickoff. I want to hear you have or do something. You ain't hurt. It's not like you getting pounded every play. You kick the ball into the net there while while oh, let me go kick the ball to the net and I'm gonna go sit out and drink some Gatorade. This is what kickers do. Historically, this is what kickers do. <laughs> so it ain't like he got to, you know, get up there and perform and go catch the ball and run around nothing. He's got to kick the ball and be accurate. And for Blair Watts to not be as accurate, you know, to start getting to a point to where he's streaky now, it, when he gets to a playoff situation, yeah, he should be gone. I, man, I would drop him, you know what, I'm sorry, son. You cost us a couple of games this season. You out of here. Man, it wouldn't even be a thought. A it would not be, a, you know, it would not be a thought. You know, but would, they don't do like, nothing. Literally, literally, this is what it. This is what it was like when I was there. It was freezing. It was freezing. We were still pumped. We were amped. We were like, we going to the next team to get you. And then it was just like we were all like this. And then the game was over, and we were still. We, I think we sat there for like an hour. I think they were like trying to clean up garbage, and we and our fans were like, "What?" Still stuck because nobody could believe that he missed that kick. He completely missed the kick, though. Like it wasn't <laughs> even close. And it, how, and it, wasn't. Missed, it, it wasn't. And it wasn't. It was the, what was it? It was, was, so, it was a thirty-yard thir- kick or a thirty-eight-yard kick? I can't remember. For some reason, 38 sticks out of my head. Ex- it, it was an extra But it was close. Place. What in the world? Yeah, it was close. Man. I don't, you know, I don't know. I just, you know, after watching him blow, the, you know, the games before that, I was like, ah, here he goes. You but, know, you know like, I have, I have, I have another issue on, on the Vikings, but we're going to let that alone because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yay. So we're going to get our, our, like, Crazy stories out the way. So first, Blair Walsh, I ain't messing with you next season, man. I'm a diehard vice, so I can't do it. If 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 you got to do anything but kick the extra point, I'm gonna be drunk the whole game. I I, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm telling people this now. Don't look at me like I'm a bad lady. I'm an awesome lady. I truly am. But I will not be able to do it. I can't. Um, next up, so that we can get about the NFC North. I talked about this earlier. I want to know what Mike and Michael think. Let's talk about Megatron possibly walking away from the game. His coaching staff is changing. His owner has on her Jackie Onassis gloves, and he's still like, I ain't going to be able to do this. Just like how I feel about Blair Watch. So what do y'all think? I love him. Mike, I'll let you go. Go ahead. I guess either one of us do anything. (laughs) 
Well, you know, I I don't know if if he has one more season or if he feels like he has one more season in him. You know, I think he would have to definitely decide whether or not he wants to stay in Detroit to do it. Um, you know, most players, your goal is to at some point during your career to be in a position where you can win the Super Bowl. And Detroit is just not there. They are nowhere near close, you know, to being in that position right now. If I were him, if I was going to stay another year, I'd go somewhere where I know I have to have that opportunity. Do one year and be done. You know, that's what I would do. You know what? But at this point, who's going to take you up for one year? At, at his age, with the injuries that he's had, everything, like who's going to – uh, I mean, you have a valid I point. He, but, I, I, I would love. I would but, love you know, it, it depends. It depends on. And that you know, I can see that too. I mean, if he wants, it, it it all depends on what he wants to do. You know, if it's about if it's about loyalty, and I'm gonna finish. I started here. I'm gonna finish here. You know, I've been here forever. This is my home. You know, he's been there for what eleven years, nine years. You know, so. At, you know, I said maybe year number ten. They know, they did his, they did ask um they did bring this up to Barry Sanders and Barry Sanders kinda of wasn't truly in agreement with it. He really thinks that if he's got a little bit more life in him to go ahead and play it out you know. Well I can see that. And that's what, you know, and it's all, it all really boils down to how he's feeling physically. You know, the mental part of the game, you get to, you know what that is. You know, it's not always that part of it that that's a tough part. After you've had injuries and then, you know, and those types of things, then you really get into like, okay, where's my body at? You know, am I really still able to take these type of hits, run these patterns? If I'm still playing, do I switch my role? You know, because it, it really, it, it's really going to be come down to those type of things. Because those are the type of questions I would ask myself. You know, what am I going to get out of playing one more year? You know, what is it? How is it going to affect me? All right, where am I contract wise? Of course, you know those things come into play as well. You know, but really, I would base off base it off of how I feel. You know, and just go from that. And if he's feeling up to it. And he wants to step into it. I say stay another year, man. You never know. You know, you know how it is in, in, in the league, man. You can one year you could be down, next year you could be up on top of everybody. Well, to be honest with you, they're making major changes. I'm, I'm glad they kept the coach. So you know, kudos for that because I do not think he was a, a a bad coach. I think I just felt like he walked into a situation that he wasn't ready for. So I'm glad you're still there, Mr. Carla. God bless you. But <laughs> moving. Excuse me. Moving right along, I um, I also like the changes that are being made, and there are changes like I'm waking up daily. There are changes being made, so they are not trying to end up on the bottom of the pile next season. So it may be beneficial to me if if Calvin Johnson sticks it out one more year. But if he's truly done with the game, we wouldn't be tinkering this. And the reason that I, I say that is because, um, okay. Sydney Rice from Minnesota to Seattle won a Super Bowl ring. He was like, peace out. I'm about to wing stops. I'm done. Don't call me. I love y'all. Like, he's gone. <laughs> when players are truly gone, 
And they truly have, it's over, it's a wrap, I, I got to go, it's been real, thanks. There is no, there are no question marks, there are no major stories other than, oh, my God, I can't believe he's retiring. Even down to Charles Woodson, Charles Woodson has given us so many amazing years. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's at, at, at his age and, and the, the talent that he is, even to this day and the amount of years he's had in the league, it's still hard to see him walk away, but... When you're kind of Brett Favre, and, you know, I'm not I'm, – forgive me for using Brett Favre, but when you're Brett Favre in the story, like, is he coming back? Is he not? Oh, oh he's got a uniform on. So I think he is <laughs> – I think his, okay. his passion is – I think he's, his passion's changing. I think he does want to do other things moving forward in his life and a career change. But if he's got one – if that, that little spark left right now, you might as well go ahead and, and – play until, you know, it goes boom. And then you're like, you know what, that's it, I'm done. I'm really cleaning out my locker. Everything's in my SUV. It's been real. I'll do a bunch of exit interviews for a bunch of stations. And me and my lady going on a lot of trips. Like, you know, it's just when you're ready to go, you're ready to go. Like, and when people, and you know this for a fact, like even going back to Brett Favre, Brett Favre is hunting and, and working with, like, the youth in football they have to go, it's like they go out in the sticks when he's deer hunting. Like, you sure you don't want to come back? He's like, dude, are y'all yeah. really up here with me asking me to come back? No, I'm but, I mean, Like, I'm not you know, coming back. I'm like, I got all Wranglers. Like, what you want? You know, <laughs> but, but when you look at you look at his life and he wanted, when he finally walked away from it, you know, he was he was at a point where he was satisfied with what he had done up to that. You know, so it, it definitely made sense for him to be like, you know, even when he was doing a double dutch, I'm going to stay, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay, I'm going to go. Uh, when he finally left, it, it, he was satisfied. I think that's going to be the most important thing that Megatron's going to have to decide on, you know, is he satisfied with his career is right now? You know, and, if, and, you know, if he's satisfied with things, all right, he'll probably walk away, you know, and, you know, if he's not, if he does walk away, I'm like, ah, I'm coming out of retirement. You know, he may blow on those numbers. But it's really going to be, you know, he's he's going to take, I'm sure he's doing an assessment of where, you know, where his life is, you know, what his goals are after football and those type of things. So, yeah, I, you know, you that, know that's, that's that a good point, though. If he's satisfied, if he's satisfied, um, so we've got another person who apparently is dissatisfied. But I need Mike to um. We're having technical difficulties with Mike, you all. We are. I, I, I cannot. I cannot hear him. Hear him at all. It's like, oh, that's okay. We're gonna have. I'm gonna put him back on the show because things do happen. Weird things happen because it's blog talk radio. Mm. Right. Oh my God. You know how they are. <laughs> so far, if you're listening, blog talk, talk you know who you are. Yes, you know. Why do you do this? We love you. We'd be like, hey, hey, I love you, but God, that's how you feel about me. <laughs> I'm doing that. God. So, anywho. So we're here. Are you back now? See, he is not. We cannot hear him. I don't like it. That's crazy. I do not like it. 
Where are you? No, because I know he wanted to be. I know he wanted to be hyped about this. And this is Marshawn Lynch. And I'm not even going to say a word. I'm going to let him go with the Marshawn Lynch story if I could get him to go. So you know. uh, this is so sad. I don't like this. This is nothing but my pain, that's why. Right, like we're over here like, so where's our co-host? Because... Oh, that shit. That's loud. I don't know. Let me turn it down. Oh. So we're going to try this one more time with him because I refuse to move on. Because he was passionate about this in the in the meeting this morning, and I don't kill people's passion. Right. I mean, I'm, this I'm is like, like one of those things. I, like I we, it. it feels like it, it honestly feels Barrick moving forward. With like, okay, well, like I wait for him to say something, and I can't. I know he's. I know he has something to say. <laughs> I know. And I can't hear. Him. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna bounce away from Marshawn Lynch because I'm gonna let him take the Marshawn Lynch story. And what I am going to do now is as we look at the NFC North and we want to do a mock prediction, if you had to go based on what you saw from all four teams in the NFC North this season, what team do you think needs the most work and what team do you think can actually come out on top of the season? Just based on what we've seen this season. Yes, we know there's a draft coming up. Yes, we know there's free agency, more under-the-table retirements, and a few more stat front office changes that will be made. But based on where we ended the season, what do you think, like, in, in order for you? Hello, can Hello. you guys hear me? Yes! It's about time. And he's yes, like, you all have moved on from two topics since I've been trying to talk. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm saving my time for you. I just want to. No, this. I mean, I'm, this. I, oh, I'm sorry. About, uh, <laughs> you all didn't touch on anything that I thought was interesting about uh, Calvin Johnson. Like because one of the things that I, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, you know, that's because you we we didn't we couldn't we tell what you, you thought was interesting because we couldn't hear right. what you had to say. Uh, so one of the things that I find to be very interesting about Calvin Johnson and his leaving, a lot of people are touching just on the the $65 million he's leaving on the table. Well, one of the things is it's not just $65 million that he leaves on the table. In addition, if he retires, not only does he not get that money, he also has to write a check for $3 million to give back some of his signing bonus. Now, another thing that uh, people are often saying, well, maybe he should stay one more year or try to go to another team. The, the Lions have already stated we are not releasing him from his contract, even yeah, if he retires. Oh. The, 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 even if they have even said, even if he retires and decides to come back in a couple of years. When he comes back, he's he coming back to Detroit. We're not trading him. We're not releasing him. So Calvin Johnson needs to decide, if I want to come back, I have to play for the Lions. And one of the differences is some people have compared Calvin Johnson to uh, to Larry Johnson. Uh, I said Larry Johnson. Wow. You sure did. I was, um, <laughs> you caught a lot of from it. I was like, yeah, okay, I where are you going you, with when this you said one? That, this I want to see. Head, when you said that, I was like, mm. <laughs> mm. Fans still, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> All right. Oh, so what did Grandma do? Okay. <laughs> what did Grandma so, do? Um, 
Lions situation to the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> the difference is the Cardinals still have a team around uh, around around them. The Lions don't have a team around Calvin Johnson. They just don't. And Calvin Johnson, Mike, you touched on the aspect of well, he could change his uh, he could change the way they use him in the offense. Part of the problem is Calvin Johnson is the offense, so there really isn't a way to change the way they use him in the in the red zone. He's their one, two, and three option. Yeah, pretty Eric much. Ebron, Eric Ebron has not come along as fast as they expected him to. The running back by committee is not working. I mean, they have some decent talent, but decent talent is not working. And then you are, Cassandra, you touched on using the reality of not firing the coach. Well, it's my opinion, he's an excellent offensive coordinator. He's not a great head coach. He has not done anything for them. He didn't do anything for Peyton Manning. When Peyton Manning, uh, uh, he didn't do anything for the Colts when he had the Colts with Peyton Manning. Granted, uh, Peyton Manning was off that season, but he wasn't able to pull together any other of the any part of the other offense. So they ended up two and fourteen, and they fired him and went and got Andrew Luck. He when he was the offensive coordinator for the Ravens, he's a great. Offensive coordinator. The Ravens ended up going on a string of wins, and that's how they won the Super Bowl. They didn't start winning that season until he became the offensive coordinator in the middle of the season. So the reality is, I think the coaching needs to go. Uh, if Calvin Johnson wants to re- wants to retire, he just needs to to want to retire. I don't compare this to Barry Sanders as much as I once did because after I looked further into it, Barry Sanders was just tired of the organization because he could claim that he wanted to win, but at least Barry Sanders went to the playoffs a whole lot more than Calvin Johnson ever had. Barry Sanders was mad that he, he wasn't, there wasn't enough else built around him, but Barry Sanders did go to the playoffs. A lot more than uh, Calvin Johnson. Uh, we don't know why Calvin Johnson wants to truly leave. He won't tell anybody. But what I'll say is if you, if you get out and get through. It's a secret. If you can get through this, there's nowhere for Calvin to go. Calvin is like, where is he going to go? Like, how many surgeries does he have? Like, he's not that off-the-block runner anymore. We just sprint down the high. He could outrun me. He got to run. But he, you know, he can stick it out. Well, like, what used to be great about him was the combination of of size and speed. Be, but he still has his used size. to be that's okay. But he's I mean, not but the that, only but that's, tall that's guy just, out now. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, he, it's just it's just size. It doesn't mean anything if he if he gets to the point to where he's slowing down. But you know, the injuries really the red zone, and that size is not. I mean, that know, speed is not needed as much because the red zone is serving as a as an extra helper, so he can just out jump everybody. He still has use, I mean, and that's my right. Point. I, he I still mean, has great use. Yeah, but as a matter of fact, only, is that the only time? You're matter, really, if you're going to be limited to only using him on that, then what's the point? That's what I'm saying. Well, oh, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, the, you know, that was it? You know, well, you know, when that's the only way you're scoring, I'm just saying. Chess, but, man. 
I'm in. It's on. I'm in the red zone. Which I, I'll just come in on Rezo. If all I have to do is come in on Rezo plays, yeah, you know the ball going to me, so stop it. For 65 and, million, and that's to me, that's it. why they're still using him. Yeah, I mean, of course. But, you know, the reality that's still, is, that's, is, is what, you know, what, is his – go ahead. I think Calvin Johnson is a part of a long list of NFL players and some people are attesting it to concussion, but I think it's concussions. I think it's ankles. I think it's knees. I think it's arms and just different things. Players are retiring earlier not because they don't want to be that old man living like they're 80 at 40. They want to be able okay, to play with their stop. kids. Let's, let's stop. Let's stop. Wait, wait. Hold on. and Let me slide in here with this. Unlike any other sport, getting to this professional level when it comes to NBA, NHL, MLB, so many other sports, you work your butt off to get here for the longevity. You're so beat up, especially depending on the high school and college program that you've gone to. These players are walking in this league having had major surgeries already. This is the end of the road for them. This is the end of the road. If you get three to five years in this league, you're a beast. This is the end of the road unlike any other major professional sport. And wait a minute, I don't think you realize so, that you're agreeing with me. That's what I'm saying. They want to, they're ending their careers earlier because they want to be able to have family life. I'm not saying that's wrong, um, what you're saying. Well, I'm they saying probably should have played baseball like it's seven. Because I mean, that's, I'm saying what you're saying is correct because they're halfway oh. beat up, and then once they get in, especially a player like Calvin Johnson, <laughs> Especially a player like Calvin Johnson, he was beat up before he got here, and he got he's gotten beat up even more. And I think yeah, I know I, I know a couple players. I got enough money out the draft with an AARP card. I'm not even playing. I, I, and I, you know, I, I understand. I understand. Robert Griffin, Robert Griffin the third. RG three had with major ACL uh, surgeries before he ever played in the NFL. Uh, Right. He he had two torn ACLs, and so people are mad, people are in shock that he can't get back. He was like, man, I'm shocked that he made it to the league. Um, yeah, exactly, because he figured out, the, I mean, you've messed your knee up twice. And, you know, so he then, had then, major ACL <laughs> surgeries on both then, knees then, before he made it to then, the NFL. And then after that, you have another one. <laughs> and... <laughs> I remember hearing him in interviews. He said, "Yeah, uh, my knee feels better this time, much faster than my last ACL recovery." So when you're talking about your last one, usually when you're talking about your last one, we not talk. We talking about my last hangnail, my last, my my last sprained <laughs> finger. Not in this league. <laughs> I hear. CL surgery. Man, my, my last ACL surgery, you know, it was a little bit slower, but this one's like, that's, you know, that's the common so much and fast, but that's, that's the common talk. It is. And look how many little rookies come in the league and don't even get I mean, we watched it. Jadavian Clowney and I get to play. We're looking at Kevin White. I mean, how many rookies come in and they go to practice and they're like, this ain't college, and I can't feel my leg. And so now they miss the whole season. Like, so <laughs> it's like. And then on the flip side. It's a rough sport. And on the flip side, you brought up a point. Depending on your your program that you came from, there are players out of Alabama that's like, man, NFL practice is easy. I played under Nick Saban, and those and and it's people talk about it, especially with the Alabama running backs. They have so many mileage on their knees by the time they get to the NFL. 
people aren't shocked that the Alabama running backs aren't always super great. Well, uh, Nick Saban has worn them out before they get to the NFL. Trent Richardson, uh, Eddie Lacy, and we could probably go on a list um, further than that. Nick Saban wears his running backs out. And then their practices are no longer. Well, that's what's wrong with Eddie Lacy. Is that what's wrong with Eddie Lacy? Well, Eddie Lacy's problems got more to do with weight, I believe, but that's a whole different story. Well, he said <laughs> they didn't already <laughs> told him he has to, he he has to lose 55 pounds. pounds before he comes back next season. Well, he definitely said he's losing 30. So he is going to come back. They told him they want him to lose 55. He, he's conceded to 30. Right. He's like, I'm losing 30. I'm, I'm eating my bacon cheeseburger. You know what I'm saying? I'm eating the yeah. But like, like I was saying, I think with Calvin Johnson, he's trying to retire now before it's too late. Because there are so many players <laughs> that want to late. Once it's Man. too late, it's just Look too at all late. that money, though. Like, oh, I'm going to pay go, you $3 million, go, but I it's too late. I'll go ahead and just take that $65 million button for the next couple of years. <laughs> And, and, yeah, you know, sixty-five. Like I said, sixty-five. I'll take the sixty-five and chill. Like, all right, man, I'm gonna stay right here with you. What you need me to do? <laughs> because then See, after, that, that, that would be that would be cool we'll be if they was gonna put him on a bench and just let him relax and collect the check. They're, they're not gonna let him do that. They gonna they're gonna make not. him work. Oh, he's he's play. Have, of course, he's gonna have to work for. He's gonna have to play. You know, but you know, a lot of it's gonna come down to what they do as far as you know their roster and all of that because they have a lot of work to do also on both sides of the ball to really, you know, get reestablished and to be consistent like they, like they need to be. So, you know, that that may mean taking a look at Golden Tate to be like, ah, you weren't really productive this year. Yeah, off and on, you might have to let you go, son, and get us somebody else in here with some new wheels. You know, so this is really going I think a lot of it, you know, like we said before, it's going to come down to, you know, where he is, if he's satisfied with his career, what the money part, what the contract means to him, how, you know, and then, you know, also what changes are going to be involved as far as staff and the roster goes. Because if they don't have well, see money, if you don't have a good supporting cast, man, that's not going to make a difference. And see, the difference between Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald, they were able to move Larry Fitzgerald and be, turn him into a slot receiver. I don't think Calvin Johnson's a slot receiver. No, I don't either. No. Like, they can nope. move Larry uh-huh. Fitzgerald inside because they have Michael Floyd and uh, I forget the other receiver in Arizona uh, where they, they had the fast guys outside because Larry Fitzgerald lost a step. They used Larry Fitzgerald for his ability to juke and his great hands. And while I believe Calvin Johnson still has great hands, his size uh, laughs in the face of the concept of slot receiver. Right. Because most so, of the slot receivers are in tall. They're not tall. Well, okay, so this, this... Okay, go ahead. Okay. No, I was just going to say, Larry Fitzgerald is not exactly short himself. He's just not... Calvin Johnson, for lack of a better way of putting it, he's built like a skinny, a skinny version of a tight end. He's almost a tight end. So he has size. And honestly, if he bulked up, which I'm sure he does not want to do, they can move him to tight end and he can take some catches away from Eric Ebron. <laughs> that well, I, I mean, let's keep that real. He could be. He could. He, 
Graham look like look like a, a a rookie. He can make Jimmy Graham look like a peon. He because that's what, what was always well, great about him. The word from the eighties. Peon. Yes, I that's said like peon. I'm still getting cornrows with butterfly variety. The word. I'm sorry, but Johnson's size is what made his speed look so impossible. Right. It's like he's not – we've seen fast receivers before. Willie Galt was fast, but he had with Martellus Bennett's size. People hadn't seen that before. And yes, I, if you notice that, I chose two bears to compare them to. But, the reality is Calvin Johnson still probably has years in him, in his body, probably could play some more years. But one thing, and I, and, I, and I have to agree with this, and I've heard multiple people say it, if it's not in your head and your heart anymore, it's time to go. And that's where I think and it see, is. But, and that's, but that's, that's, a, I, that's the comment I made earlier because when I've seen it, um, when I've seen players walk away, though, I've seen, like, when they would tried everything, I think they were going to, like, get David Blaine to get Brett Favre back. Like, whatever we do, we, they're all up in the deer stands with them, like, you're coming back. No. Um, when Steve <laughs> Rice walked away, he was like, two fingers, I'm about to open wings stop. Anybody want some chicken? Like, he walks away. <laughs> the, the people walk away from the game. They're like, I'm they leave coming it. back. It's I mean, when you, you have know. that tinkering. Like, I think he's just unhappy. I don't think he's ready to stop playing. And, unfortunately, because of what's on the table and how his con- contract is presently structured to continue to play, he has to be where he is. And I think, you know, I, I think Ms. This board kind of got wind of that too. Like, okay, we don't want you to leave like this. We we don't want we don't want to see a, a Barry Sanders epidemic as far as you have time left. And I just I let my staff disappoint you so bad that you were like, you know, I don't even want the time. Let me write you a check. We don't want to see that from Cal- I, if Calvin can make it to season number ten and walk away and everything on the table just just go out like that. We will be good because we've seen the best of Calvin Johnson. We've seen amazing Megatron plays. Even when he's returned from surgery, he has pulled off some whew. So it's not like we're disappointed and we have been like this. You, there are players who play like crap, and we just every season we're like, Where, why are you still here, man? <laughs> you married to their daughter. I mean, when Calvin Johnson too. can take down a Jerry Rice record, you know you're doing something. Right. He's, he's, he's had an amazing, amazing season. I mean, well, career. Well, I do agree with you as far as, you know, when you decide to walk away from the game, you decide to walk away. That's like, you know, when I left I can say this first year because I left college. I went to, I, I had no thoughts of going back to play, to go back to school to play football. I had no thoughts of wanting to go get in the NFL, none of that. When I left, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm done with the hitting. I'm done with the practices. I'm done with. I'm done with it. So yeah, when you, when you leave when you leave football, trust me, you leave it with the I'm done with the type of thing. 
<laughs> and see another you thing know. that people don't another thing that people don't think about and this and I and I'm willing to I'm willing to say this about all professional sports. Players are not retiring from the game. They're retiring from the grind. Because if Allen Iverson and Kobe Bryant and and Ray Ray Lewis and Jerry Rice could only play on Sundays or only play on the big days, or they would have kept playing. They're retiring from the grind. And I believe Calvin Johnson, if he could only play on Sundays and that's all he had to do and didn't have to show up for preseason, I would trust that he would be in shape. Uh, I would trust that you know, Ladanian Tomlinson was going to be in shape. I would trust that a host of other players would be in shape and ready. They're retiring from the grind of the sport. I just um I don't know. I, I just I, 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 I don't know. I, I think he's unhappy though. I can't. I, I don't. Oh, and I, don't I, and I, and I consider the unhappiness part of the grind. I'm not talking about just physical grind because there's a mental grind on every person as well. Like you said, you think he's unhappy, and I and I I, I, I still fall that under 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 grind under the mental grind because. I'm not going to kill myself to get on this field and this is what you're going to put out there to support me? Come on now. Yeah, but, I mean, the, thing, the unfortunate part is he has, if there's, well, here, there's it's two ways it could play out, you know, as far as the draft and how that goes and how they do the roster. If they give him some input and they're saying, hey, man, I need this cat, I need this dude, can you give me this person? If we can do that, then I think it will be it will go a lot better to have for him to make the decision to stand if he can get the people around him if they'll get the people around him that he needs. If they don't, I can see him still staying just for the sake of the contract. You know, and then after that just he'll just ride it out and so, be like, Whatever, I'm here well, you know, I'll go out here. Well and this I'll is play what we're gonna do. For for some reason, ladies and gentlemen, we can't seem to give as bad of a season as they've had and everything they've been through, for some weird reason, we, really do in a lot of we cannot about seem that. to give the Detroit <laughs> Lions like less than 30 minutes. I've been trying to give Marshawn Lynch for like 15 minutes. I've got to go through the whole, the, the, the amazing, it was so awesome to see live and direct from all the red carpet garnish to the sun inside of, the um, facility. Oh my God, that facility. Uh, well, and our defense, Martha Ford made it honest. fun to talk about Detroit. So Martha Ford made it fun. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't give us no money. Yeah. Oh well, <laughs> that's kind of all the more reason that it better be fun my because since we not get paid, we we be, I better have fun talking about it. You, but yeah. uh, my mom. If I'm not gonna get a check, get I better have fun. Before. God dog it. I don't want more. 30 minutes is like, we got to have a 15-minute Detroit Lions cut off. So, moving right along, um, another person, we're talking about retirement, so a few that we're trying to knock out, Marshawn Lynch, he's like, he's done, I'm going home, I'm eating Skittles, I'm going to talk all I want to in my own house. What's up with that? He says he's gone. Do you guys believe that he is really talking away from this game? I think he wants to stay, but he does not like enjoys his locker room. I think he enjoys playing football. He doesn't like the headache that comes with it. 
And I'm not talking a headache from getting hit in the head. I'm talking the headache of the media, the headache of some of the coaching staff, the headache of drama. If he could just get to play football and have fun with his friends in the locker room, it wouldn't be any question about was he coming back. I think the the Seattle Seahawks, uh, ESPN and CBS Sports and Yahoo Sports and every newspaper in Seattle have made it to the point where they have gotten on his nerves one too many times. That's, that's because they don't like Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> we eat Skittles in the Midwest. Oh. We eat every flavor. Yes. We have hey, man. bags, green you, bags. You can come on. We eat Skittles in the Midwest. I'm just you know. saying. I'm just Come on yeah. out there, boy. We'll take them. We'll take them. Uh, you, you, yeah, y'all only saying we'll take them because y'all already know that Matt Forte not coming back. Oh, I don't see. I, I mean, what? I'll tell you what's coming back. What? I, 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 I mean, even like if Westbrook. what? <laughs> Am I? And on this show? Are you what now? Huh? Am I the only Matt Forte fan on this show? No, you're not. No, I'm I think Matt Forte is an excellent running back. I, I just think it's just that, you know. But I would have taken Matt Forte and Marshawn Lynch. I would. I would have. I would have had them together. I would have them both together. Uh, that would. That would have been. That ain't happening. <laughs> no, that ain't happening. Well, no. It's for no other reason than both of them want to get paid, and the McCaffrey ain't paying running backs. Yeah, well, you know, you want to win, you you had, but we are. Well, obviously, the Bukowski's just like to be in. That'll be our next show. Do the Bears? Yeah. The office of the Bears actually want to win. They just want to be in. Oh football. wait, wait a minute. It, Where the cricket? It's tradition. Hold on, no, no. Do they want to win? Virginia McCaskey wants to win. Can she still see the game? I'm just wondering. Like I, said, I said Virginia Where, still wants to win. Notice I didn't name anyone else. Does she, she see what's going on with her team? Like, He's so silly. <laughs> Where is like, she? Can you, because can you see <laughs> what's on the field? <laughs> but you know, I mean, she well, can hear. I was, you know, so she can hear the soul. Change that uh, that conference championship trophy because of Virginia McCaskey. She couldn't carry the previous trophy anymore. I believe it. I've seen her. When she tried to carry that NFC Championship trophy in 2006, she practically fell down. She almost. That was like, yeah, we need to write her trophy next year. She yeah. she was that, about to be that I fallen and I can't get up commercial. Oh my <laughs> she God. really was. In that the worst way, too. Longer for her. They made a lighter trophy the next season. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do now because – all of the Seattle fans just got at me. They're like, he's leaving. Okay, I'm sorry. It was just a question. I would love to see him play. I wish I could have seen him play with another team. Maybe that's out there for him, but I don't think he wants to go back to Seattle. But last night was some amazingness that I got to witness. It was beautiful. There were dresses were flowing and suits and tuxedos are everywhere and a couple weird suits. But, hey, you can't knock a person's personality. NFL honors. 2016 Amazing Award Show. So, I wish I had access to a drum roll for some reason. There, I don't. So, uh, 
Not not so much. Not so much. What? What? So we'll just start with a nice little crowd clap. As I go through the list of award recipients from last night's event, for the 2016 Pepsi NFL Rookie of the Year, Mr. Janice Winston, Florida State, stand up, Florida State, no nation. I'm sorry, I get emotional about the school. Um, Charlie QB for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That country bumpkin was a great player this year. Why, why, why um, you had to call him a country bunkin? Um, <laughs> he just couldn't be the play. The country bunkin. You just had to put the country bunkin. He, he was he's proud of it. He says I'm country. I love my accent and 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 everything he says. He loves how it sounds and he says he's gonna stay that way. So I'm gonna I'm gonna help him be proud of it. Well, you have to using it in a direct. Louisiana family proud too, but I wouldn't call him bunkin. Okay. Uh, All right, so moving right along. In a derogatory <laughs> manner. <laughs> uh, right oh, along. man. Uh, y'all y'all right, got some thin skin. What? We got it. I got to keep going. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, 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 oh. 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 Oh, in this hotel room. Okay. I, 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 I need to be okay. quiet. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's tuned in live. Thank you and your teammates. Um, FedEx Air and Ground Players. So this was an award that more than one person could win. Players of the Year goes to Carson Palmer, the QB of the Arizona Cardinals. And I can't front this. Carson took a beating. He took a beating, and he would get right back up like, okay, what's the next play? I felt, go Carson. Like, he. Had it not been for the last game, yeah, you know, I think he did well. In my opinion. That last game, though, boy. Yeah, he was looking Had it not been for Cam Newton, I felt Carson Palmer should have won that other award. Yeah, Carson Carson did it. Had it not been for Cam Newton, Carson Palmer would have been my vote for MVP if I had a vote. I can see that. I mean, he, he, had, he had a great he had a great year. He had a vote. How many votes did he have? Let's see. How many votes? How many wait, votes did it take to get to the middle of a? Oh. Wait, 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 wait. We got like a list. All right, we'll go to your list. So the other okay. um, FedEx Aaron. Yeah, I see. We like to go. Like like we like to. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Robbie Dangerfield on the show. I don't get no respect. <laughs> Let it go. Um, the other FedEx Air Ground Player of the Year went to my favorite team, one of my favorite players, really cool friends, Adrian Peterson, running back for the Minnesota Vikings. So he's a guy. I'm just saying next so, to the Vikings. I'm a I'm huge finished. Adrian Peterson fan. I'm mm-hmm. Like his part. Whatever. I'm looking up. of the year. Award went to Ty Gurley. He is the running back of the St. Louis Rams. He also had a stellar season. He really did. Offensive player of the year. This was his first award of the night. Offensive player of the year went to Cam Newton, quarterback of the Carolina Panthers, playing the Super Bowl today. Is that, oh, y'all dropping stuff in honor of him. Good stuff. The Salute to Service Award 
went to Vincent Jackson, which is the whiteout for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really cool speech, too. I love that. The clutch performer of the year went to Drew Brees. I was very confused. Seriously? Wait a minute. But really? really? Yeah, like, I don't know what clutch he did. Like, and, what, and what I was about to ask. Well, Steven's the goal, but this season, seriously? Yeah, I don't know if this was a makeup award. He's the name, so they threw him in there. But, okay. They just wanted to say his name. They had to give it to somebody. Had to. They had to. But it, it's a lot of somebody. I mean, I, okay. if you're going to say a clutch quarterback this season, and this is, as a Bears fan, the most clutch quarterback this season was Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Hail Marys were, he was pulling Hail Marys yeah. out of his back pocket. I give it. He, he won a game with no time left. For the, and they, a walk-off touchdown. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. So, he was pulling Hail Marys out of his back pocket, so, period. So, I don't see right. how Drew Brees, like, gets the clutch. Thing. I necessarily agree with that, but hey, okay, they said that's what happens when you don't vote. No, I'm sorry, I just, you know, I just, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> it just seemed like it's fit. Okay, so next up, <laughs> next up was Coach of the Year. That was given to, and there's no argument here, that was given to Ron Rivera of the Carolina Panthers. Definitely a big key. Ron Rivera, member of the 85. Yeah, he definitely, you know, uh, uh, we loved him because he's a former bear. He was a member of the He was a former, you know, player and a coach, and now he's going on and he has a chance to win the Super Bowl today. So, you know. With him being a former Chicago, I'm hoping that they put it on that. But I, I need them to just, just do the Broncos in the day. That's coming. You know, so that's, that's, that's part. I'm over that's here watching my Super Bowl opinion. So the next award. I don't want Peyton Manning to win no more awards, no more rings. I want Eli Manning to have the most rings in that house, in that family. I mean, oh, that's awful. That's terrible. Wow. Um, the Art Rooney Award goes to Charles Woodson. So he got that, and I'm definitely going to miss him. Charles Wilson was an amazing player, played for a very long time. He is retiring this season. He won't be back, and he will be missed. And, you know, at, Defensive rookie at this point, at this, what is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Were you copying <laughs> or something? Well, defensive rookie of the year went to Marcus Peters, who's the cornerback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Assistant coach of the year went to Wade Phillips of the Denver Broncos. Ooh. The Don I would agree with that one. He Wade Phillips I, is an excellent yeah. defensive coordinator. He's very good. Um, Don Shula. The Don Shula High School Coach of the Year Award went to Michael Burnett. I know exactly who he is. Um Tuscarora is a high school in Virginia. The man's excellent. The team is just thriving. He's amazing. The Greatness on the Road Award went to a person who I call Lord Business from the Lego movie. Please don't kill me, but Antonio Brown, wide receiver, <laughs> his first stealer. <laughs> oh, my God. So, is right? so I'm, on my, I'm, on my, I'm on lunch the other day. And I look up on TV, and he's on ESPN. And I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking to Kevin Carter of all people on the phone, right? Mhm. 
And I, I look at it, I said, man, who is this cat on the on the TV with his haircut like that? Lord Lord Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. Lord Business. I was like, Antonio Brown. I was like, Antonio Brown. Yes, sir. Can I have me some Taco Tuesdays in my life? Oh, man. That's, it was. I was like, he had the old, he had the old Nino Brown haircut, dog. Right. I'm it, trying to hear a little bit of the background. Hence why I understand the Lord Business. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So the next award, the next award, um, defensive player of the year. Why do you know Texas from a Lego movie? Is a good question. Good parent. He watched that movie for like three months. Yeah, you know we got little ones running around. Um, Defensive player of the year went to JJ Watt from the Houston Texans. I can see that. This one, I wish I had a drum roll for. So this is how. This next award, I wish I had a drum roll for. So I'm just going to do. I'm gonna do five. Yes, but I don't need to. The Pro Football Hall of Fame class for 2016: Brett Favre, Kevin Green, Marvin Harrison, Orlando Pace. Tony Dungy was so excited about that. Ken Stabler, Dick Stanfield, and this is an owner. I love when owners make a chance to make it, but Eddie DiBartolo, if you don't know the story. DiBartolo. Yeah, thank you. I'm so (laughs) excited about that. I totally must have name up. If you don't know his story, I will honestly post it on both our Facebook and our Twitter. Love him. Love him. So a couple people were sitting around, and they were thinking that maybe T.O. got slighted. I don't know how y'all feel. Maybe we have a show about that. But should he have been in the T.O. got slighted, and he he didn't make the first ballot because of how people, his attitude. And it came out that they were in the final meeting when they were deciding the final members, the the people that were going to be in the class, that they spent over 43 minutes talking just about T.O., in that room when the media, they didn't like how T.O. treated the media. They didn't like how T.O. was a was a locker room, was a, was a divider of the mm-hmm. locker room. Well, there were a lot of things. Honestly, Hall of Fame, in my opinion, should be what you do on the field. And I, I, I agree with field. you, too. I agree number, with you his too. numbers on the field – there's probably only three receivers that, that I can think of that I would put in front of T.O. Three. I, I, but but I, I, I kind of get it. Um, I wish it was just that. But when you're disrupting what's going on on the field, I think is where the problem comes. And there's well, a lot see, of that. I, it's, it's not it's not a deal it's, because you know, I think like, he's going to be in it within the next one to two years baseball, anyway. I, you know who I really feel should go into the Hall of Fame Major League Baseball, and I, and you and I talked about it, and I, I just, wow. But when you're right. disrupting the field, like it, you it, you can go off and, and be a weirdo in the off season all you want to according to whatever weirdo standards are. When you're disrupting entire locker rooms, and, and when you become that disruption, I think that's what they're looking at because this is internalized and really personal for them. These are you. You are being judged by your peers that have lived this life. You you just that's almost like the class clown that 
that all you all got to do is be quiet and you get a pizza party. And he just jump up and start yelling. And because and, he thinks it's funny. And now everybody got to suffer. And they're like, well, dude, like, nobody ever said, okay, you don't get any pizza. They're like, okay, the whole the whole team don't get that because your man's over here don't want to be a team, part of a team. But and you can't be quiet. So, that in that season when Philly went to the Super Bowl, and Nobody he had an he had a stellar game and had Philly won that game, there wouldn't have, there there couldn't have been anybody else that could have given the MVP of that game no, to other no, than CEO had Philly won. That. No nobody forgets that. Nobody forgets any part of his greatness as a player. It's just everything else that came with it that's hard for them to get past. So, you know, and I think I'm not disagreeing with the the extracurricular that they, they don't get past. I just feel like they're waiting one side more than the other. Because you disrupted your team. Not you, you, you disrupted what happened on the field. You didn't pull a Lance Briggs and crash your car in the off season when people look the media is like really do what's up with that. You're disrupting programs that are put in place for your own selfish reasons and sanctity. You want to express things that while there are even maybe other players on the field that feel the same way, you're being disruptive. You're on a team. You're not on the T.O. show. And I definitely believe he deserves to be in the in the NFL Hall of Fame. I just understand why it's so touchy-feely. And I think well, as more people, I, I think the thinking... board changes, and not as many people are a part of that committee that were there to witness and be a part of what he put the league and so many teams and players through. I, I think he'll make it, but I think it's a lot of See, I'm not going to really make that big of a deal it. about it because I believe T.O. is going to be in there on a second or third ballot anyway. It's not going to matter. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I yeah, just was disappointed that he didn't make it, but he's going to be in there. It's like, well, it's like uh, for example, I, I use Chris Carter as an example. It took him long, but he made it. T.O. is going to be in the He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um. If we use baseball as a comparison, you might not be willing to say it. I am. Uh, there's a list of players. Uh, I don't want to go long namely, with though because cause we don't have that much time. Okay. And I haven't even seen right. this list, but but you are correct. It's, it's exactly what I. Well, you just go ahead and put the person's name out there, and why we're upset, and we feel like he should be. Barry Bonds, who needs to be in the in, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's, there are a few people, but you know they're going to always take into consideration, you know, the overall persona of the player. Definitely, be you know, and and, and and that's the unfortunate part because you would you would love for it to just to be about the stats. You know, but, you know, it, it, when you're looking at overall impact of a player on a game, it can't, you can't leave it to just stats. It has to be, you know, how they are as a player, how they, you know, sports and, sports and likeness of, you know, what type of um, environment you create, you know, when you're around. Those things do matter. Now, I'm, I, I agree with you both. He didn't get in this year. He'll eventually get in because he has the numbers to if you you know getting yeah. down to, to getting down to the grass foundation of it because he has the numbers to it he deserves it you know are they gonna make him sweat a little bit longer yeah he might have to wait a little bit longer you know but you know it just is what it is I want to I want to I want to jump through every media outlet 
just to scream and yell at Mike Martz when he made that comment that Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce should be in front of T.O. I'm like, are you freaking stupid? <laughs> no. That's how he feels. <laughs> no. Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce may eventually make the Hall of Fame, but there's no way in the world that they should be in front of Marvin Harrison and uh, Terrell Owens. Well, Marvin Harrison's on there, so. And when Mike Mark said it, they hadn't made the announcement yet. At the time, Mike Mark said it, it was about a week ago. And I was like, are you kidding me? I love Isaac Bruce, though. But, but going on so that we can have our Super Bowl argument. The NFL.com Fantasy Player of the Year goes to Lord Business, Antonio Brown. Give it up for that dude and his haircut one more time. Yay! Yeah, Lord I'll business. give it up for him. I'll give it up for him. Goodness. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. The, the next one, the next award was the Deacon Jones Award. I love this award. This is one of the another award that I'm very fond of, a fan of. It goes to JJ Watt. <coughs> excuse me, of the Houston Texans. The AP Associated Press. Wait a minute. Back up, back up, back up. I have to ask this question. Why do they call it the Deacon Jones Award? I will tell you one second. I'm going to get through this list because it's really short, and I'll tell you what the history behind that is. Um, the Associated Press Comeback Player of the Year Award went to Eric Berry of the Kansas City Chiefs. He is the safety. I agree with that one. This I year, agree with that. I do, too. This year's Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award was presented to Anquan Bolden of the San Francisco 49ers. That's yeah. That's yeah, interesting. Okay. All right. Well, we'll give you a hand clap anyway. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> the Bridgestone Performance Play of the Year. We already called it. We felt he should have been the clutch player. But it goes to Aaron Rodgers for that walk-off touchdown uh, with no time on the clock. Was, uh, Hit your dad, walk off the field, line the game, hit the liners, and left. <laughs> that, 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 really, yeah. that was it, people. That was it. That was one of the better. That was really one of the most better that, plays that, of the just the, the season. If you look back on, I mean, they were great plays on you know in all the conferences. <laughs> and that see, right there was just like ridiculous. Like I'm just throw the ball everybody off, loves that play. And I think that's the second best play he made this year. Because he made another play just like that in the playoffs against the Cardinals. And to me, that was even better. He did. That's he did. why and I it, think it believe saved, he was more clutch. I do, too. I agree. He should have gotten clutch player of the year. Well, I, hands down, I totally agree with you. Oh, yeah. And uh, the final big award of the night. had to be loud because it is the most valuable player award and it goes to none other than the Carolina Panthers own Cam Newton. Go fam. I hope your dad doesn't got it. But it was a great Cam job. He did. He did. And for those of you all who all said that he didn't deserve this, that he didn't deserve this. You know what? Whatever. 
he did. He you know, worked his tail off for this sport. I, I went and I, and I was on Facebook last week, and I found a video of all of his accomplishments since he's been in the league. And he has done more in such a short period of time in the league than most quarterbacks have done in years in the league. I mean, I think Manning said it best. He's he's about to be the face of the league for the next five to ten years. Yeah, man, he's a kid. My family's awesome. I can't even trip off of it. He, I mean, you you got to get into him. You know, he works hard. He works hard. He, you know, he, he celebrates hard and he plays hard. I mean, we can we could get all his fashion sense with some pants last week, but that's not them zebra pants, man. He was doing business. <laughs> Hey, he likes his Versace. I mean, whatever. No, 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 no. Uh, Cam Newton and and Russell Westbrook, there's a battle for who can wear the craziest clothes of the week. Well, you know, because Russell is one of those people that's like, yeah, I'm throwing on some clothes. (laughs) No, (laughs) purpose. He wants to be. I know. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. He purposely dresses the way he does because he wants to dress that way. I, I don't know, you know. I kind of like feel like dude from um, uh, what's the movie? I can't remember. It was one of my favorite movie, Biker Boys. You know, he's like when they, they come in, he tied up jeans he got on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's like that's, dude, but like, you know. <laughs> now let's get back to why it's called the Deacon Jones Award. Okay, wait, let me. Okay. All right, I'm clapping for you, Antonio. Thanks for this, man. I'm trying to get to it. But I said your name, Tyler. Lord Business, give it up for Lord Business. All right, so moving right along to the Deacon Jones Award before we take a few seconds to talk about the Super Bowl. Um, You know the history of Deacon Jones, right? The, and the, the guy that really the hell of everybody that are on the field, Deacon Jones. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> what did J.J. Watt do this season? He even came up with a bloody nose off of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was out there. I'm sorry. I'm the new Deacon Jones. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, man. See, Deacon Jones was out there trying to rip heads off and not feel bad about it at all. Well, you know, they, had gave, they, they, they gave J.J. Watt a commercial, so he had to have some kind of empathy. But overall, no, he doesn't look like he feels bad to me. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm watching them, I'm like, He's like, you do not seem like the type right now. I'm sorry, you know, I don't see your remorse. Yeah, he didn't even want them when he was bleeding. He didn't even want them to wipe the blood out. He was like, "That that means I gotta come out the game. Just sit down for a minute. I'm I got this." They like you. You cannot be. Look here. Now we gonna have to call this timeout. Like he was just in it. Like ah, he was in it. So there you go. The hard hitting, gut busting award goes to what? So now here we go. It's time to talk Super Bowl. We've got eight minutes left. We're not talking about the Lions or anybody else. We're talking about the Broncos and the Panthers. Who do we think is bringing that trophy home and why? The problem is this 
this show, you you made the con the comment that uh, we're going to talk about the argue, we're going to argue about the Super Bowl. I don't think this show is an excellent depiction of an argument because I think all three of us are picking the same team. But 2007 proved it that you just can't assume that the uh, that it's going to be that simple. And I realize that I'm using the reference of the Giants and the uh, Patriots and the Giants hurting the, hurting the story. So I, I'm not going to assume it's going to be 55-10 in favor of the Panthers, but I do believe the Panthers are going to win. I'm rolling with that, too. I just can't, you know, nothing, I have nothing against Peyton Manning or the Broncos. I think they are a great team. Uh, but I think at this time, you know, I I would really like to see all the work that Carolina put in for the season to pay off. You know, I mean, it, overall, they are the best team, you know, standing. So if you look at it from that standpoint, this, you know, what they've accomplished this season, you know, who they beat, who they played, um, you know, and go from there, they're 15-1. And the whole no, no, no. Say it right. They're not fifteen and one. They're seventeen and one. Get it right. Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen and one. Seventeen. And seventeen one. and one. Um, and people have made the comment that Denver's pass rush uh, may get to to Cam Newton today. It's not Von Miller. It's not. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to say, Elmer's doing reveal. It's not Von Miller that will that will make it possible uh, the pass rush to be good. What people forget is what makes an excellent pass rush half the time is the secondary, is the coverage. If the coverage is good, then they will have the ability to allow DeMarcus Ware and Von Miller to get to it. To Cam Newton, but the difference is one. I don't think Denver's secondary is that great and grand, and two, Cam Newton is built like Von Miller. Cam Newton's not just going to stay like a statue and let Von Miller and Demarcus Ware hit him. He can run like a running back if he has to. He has speed. He has the ability to juke somebody out. And he has an excellent arm. Because one of the things people think about how Tom Brady got destroyed, got hit 23 times in that one game by Denver, is the fact that Tom Brady is a statue in the pocket. And for certain teams, that works. He's a statue in the pocket. Cam Newton not going to just let them hit him. He will move. That's the difference between uh, Denver going up against the Patriots and Denver going up against the Panthers. Yeah, because you're looking at, you know, a mobile quarterback versus one who isn't. The Cam has so many weapons already just in his own arsenal as an individual player. You know, he's going to rush on you. You already know that. He's going to throw the ball on you. You already know that. You know, so – they have a little bit more to contend with today than they would, you know, say if they were playing someone else. Um, 
I still, I'm, I, I, like I said, I think we all we're all in agreement. Our, our, you know, and our staff is not for Carolina to, you know, pull this game out. Uh, <laughs> and, and just how, think and, about you know, it. Cam Newton did all this this season without did all of this without Kelvin Benjamin. And one could argue he did all of this without Kelvin Benjamin and Steve Smith Sr. Just imagine if he'd have had those two players. Even though Steve right. Smith Senior Steve Smith is a is a Raven. I still remember when he had Steve Smith, and I definitely remember at the beginning of the season, I was one of those people saying, yeah, the Panthers ain't going to be nothing. They, cause Cam Newton don't have nobody to throw to. Uh, sorry for them. They're not going to be as good. Well, I was proven wrong. He made Shea again look like a Pro Bowl player. Sure did. As a matter of fact, was Shea again one of those Pro Bowl players that that didn't play in the Pro Bowl because he couldn't? <laughs> I don't know, but yes, I, I believe that Denver is going to be a pushover because they're not. Uh, they're not going to be a pushover. Oh no! Uh, because people are talking about Peyton Manning like he's dead and gone. Somebody oh, said no. it the other day, and I thought it was hilarious. Uh, Peyton that was actually believing that Peyton Manning and the Broncos will win the Super Bowl, and if it happens. It's not going to be Peyton Manning uh, being the, the sheriff or rifleman that he once was in his younger years. Peyton Manning would would basically win death by a thousand paper cuts. Uh, and he's going to jink and dunk his way down the game all game. If there was any quarterback that could pull that off, it is Peyton Manning. So the Broncos are not going to be a pushover. Peyton Manning, I know one thing. <clears throat> if I had one quarterback to win one game that would make me feel comfortable about being where I need to be on the field. If I'm an offensive lineman, I'm a tight end, telling me to line up in the right spot, I would feel comfortable with Peyton Manning. I, I might think of a few QBs I might want to have over a whole season, including the Super Bowl, but if you got to win one game, I wouldn't be mad at Peyton Manning. <laughs> well, I don't think, you know, I don't um, think most people would. I think it's more, you know, uh, and I agree with you too. It's not going to be. A, they're not going to lay over and just let you know Carolina's fake on them like that. I don't believe. It will. I mean, if it happens like that, I think everybody would be caught off guard and you know. Hey, they probably, probably weren't going to lay there and let Seattle fake on them either. But, you know. Yeah, but you know, we, we the only part that game was so that boring. Was paid Manning. That game was so boring. It was ridiculous how boring that game was. And Peyton Manning was, was having an MVP-like season that year. As a matter of fact, that's the season that it was a debate between Peyton Manning and Adrian Peterson when Adrian Peterson won, and they gave comeback player of the year to Peyton Manning. So, mm-hmm. I, season, but I want to forget about that game because that game was so boring. That game was over <laughs> before it started. There was, it First was. Play of the I game had a great being time a in New York. Thank you. First game to play the game. That was oh gosh. <laughs> so who? So who are you guys predicting for the win? I know who I'm going with. Oh no, I thought I'm I said it. I'm picking the Panthers because it's family. But yeah, not, I'm I admit I'm biased. Oh, no, I said I. No, I said I. I thought we're gonna win too. 
I am not being biased just because I have a family member on the team. I just I've loved everything that the Panthers have done this season. I've waited for the Panthers to get this far for a couple of years. I've actually waited to see this type of team come out of Carolina. And I'm excited. A few years. For you, I think this year they were ready. I'm excited for you too, Greg Olson. Yay. So. See, I'm not excited for Greg Olson. I am excited for Peanut. I'm excited oh, for yeah. the direction of the done, the way he was done when he was here, and that was just that. So there you go. Yeah, I think so, that, I think Mike Marks was a well, dumb idiot for wanting him to tra- be traded. Well, here's the here's the cool thing about it. So now you have two players that used to be here that are now in the Super Bowl, and our team isn't there. Mm. I'm just saying. Yeah, we it's had backstage. and Greg. They interviewed Greg Olson um, uh, about a week ago. On uh, matter of fact, he told this story on a couple of uh, stations. And I thought it was very interesting. He said the year he was drafted <clears throat> was right after the Bears went to the Super Bowl, so he just knew he was going to have a few chances with, with Chicago. Mm-hmm. He he said, I just knew I was going to have a few chances. Didn't work out that way. Well, that was because Mike Martz just didn't believe in tight end. He felt well, tight ends should just basically be uh, offensive linemen. Well, well, we, yeah, but I mean, we all agreed that season, you know, that Mike Marks wasn't, you know, a comparable. Uh, this time Mike Marks was still because, living in 1999. I, I put like I put it to you like this: just because you coach in the NFL doesn't mean that you can coach in the NFL. <laughs> Mike Marks was living in 1999. And, you know, so if you don't know how to utilize your skilled players and you don't utilize them right and you can't put wins up on the board, then, you know, I would question why are you here? Some coaches coach their scheme and don't coach their players. Like, I believe Bruce Arians Arians coaches the players he has. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's other coaches like Chip Kelly who coaches the scheme. Work. Let's keep. Let's be honest with that. Both things work because Tony Dungy he coached the heck out of his scheme in two cities in Tampa Bay and in uh and in Indianapolis. He coached his mm-hmm. scheme. And then there's then there's uh, people like Bruce Arians. He works with what he's got, and he's gonna make it work. And so I think both reasons work, but you can coach your scheme when you have the players that fit your scheme. And when you build exactly. your team, you don't you don't get to come in and and change what everybody is and think that it's automatically going to work. Because I do believe when Mike March was the the offensive coordinator, and not 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 with it, not his head coaching year, but his offensive coordinating years of the Rams, he had excellent players. He had the the greatest show on turf, and it it was so perfect and so grand. I'm not going to take away from them. But the Bears team that he had was not built for his scheme. And right. now, and Lovey Smith just loved coaching with Mike Marks from their St. Louis days. Thought it was going to work. It was never going to work. And Greg Olson, you could say, was a casualty of that. But I'm willing to bet he's happy that he was a casualty. Oh, man, he's a, I, do, you, do you think he's complaining now? <laughs> no, I do not think he's complaining I, I think, at all. I think I don't think he's complaining at all. I think he's in San Francisco, like, yeah, man, we get to go on national TV, and I'm playing for the Super Bowl. 
That didn't work out of Chicago, but hey, it, it worked out great for me in Carolina. And Peanut's yeah. here with me. And Peanut's here with me. And I got a former Bear coach who's here with me. So I got all my Bears roots. I'm cool. I mean, as a matter of fact, he has he – has, that was the defensive coordinator in that Super Bowl that he was talking about in that interview. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera. I mean, just look at just look at. Lovey Smith is at home right now. He's been fired from two teams since Ron Rivera <laughs> uh, <laughs> became the head coach of the funny. Panthers. <laughs> I yes, it is. No, y'all, we're not counting, but you know, it's been twice. Since Ron Rivera has been the head coach of the Panthers, two teams. I'm telling you. But now, don't get me wrong. I'm not. Like I said, when I was just saying, man, the Bears some great years because he did. It's just that we got to let go of the time. But you may I, not coach him in uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got a bad rap in Tampa Bay. I, I, well, how? Well, there, it, I, I, I it wasn't like he had a great rap when he leaves here. I mean, let's, I mean, being honest, man. All right, so but but no, the no. They went to the Super Bowl one time. He was here, and we all know me, how that let ended. Me, let me tell you, but but Mike, when it comes to the Bears, be honest. How many great coaches have come through here, and because of the front office, have not been able to produce anything? Even though he's a defensive-minded coach, how many great coaches have come through here and just? Right. It's 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 it's, it's when you're I'm working with, with GMs that weren't giving you what you actually needed, they were just picking who they thought should be on the team for whatever reason, their alma mater or something. I don't know, like it just and then they end up giving them away like a season or two later because it just didn't work when you knew it wouldn't work initially. You know, what what how many coaches can overcome that? Can work under those conditions. Yeah, right. I hear it's, you. I mean, they, they don't. They don't make it easy. They don't. I mean, they don't make it easy for anybody. That's the crazy thing. They don't make it easy for the coaches. They don't make it easy for the fans. You know, because I, I, I told y'all, man. We. I, I have the only reason they fired. The only reason they fired uh, Lovey Smith was because the 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 coach that they ended up hiring, who was the offensive coordinator, they were worried they were going to lose him to another team similar to how the Bears lost Adam Gase. They said the only – we want to make sure we keep him. If we thought we could keep him as offensive coordinator, Levy Smith would still be the head coach. Let's keep that real. But because they knew the only way they could keep him was to promote him to the head coaching position, that's what they did. They basically ran scared. But, it was but, either, but you, know, you know what's funny with that? Does that story sound not familiar with Levy Smith? No, that sounds extremely watch, familiar with Love Yourself. As he watches Ron Rivera in the Super Bowl this year. I'm telling you, he watches from the couch. I'm just saying, man, you know. And he was going to lose his job to Ron Rivera. Yeah. They just made sure. And they just knew that taking his job, so they like, let's get him out of here. He knew he was a better coach. Let's get him out of here. Could you imagine this guy is on an up-and-coming thing. Could you all imagine right now if Ron was coaching in Chicago, if he was head coach here? Can you imagine how good 
Lance Briggs and Brian Urlacher would oh have been under Ron, Ron Rivera. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what it's wow. man. Mm. Ron Rivera and Lance Briggs? <laughs> that would have been Can you imagine he would have let the dogs loose on 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 blitzes? The amount of blitzes that would have been called. Gosh. And see and, and see that's why, man, from the standpoint of today's game, I've I gotta get an answer to Carolina. You know, Ron knows how I mean, to win. He, he's got the, he's got them primed and ready to go every time they step on the field. They have not missed a beat since that one game. I mean, you if they have one has they, to you know, wonder. They, I mean, one has to know that some of Peanut Tillman's best years came under Ron Rivera. I think he yeah. only had one other year that was great that wasn't under Ron Rivera. So Peanut Tillman was like, I know where I. What I mean, wouldn't you go back to your old head coach, your old coach? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the, you know, if the I, only if year I, I can think of the Peanut Tillman didn't have such a great year. I mean, they had his super great year that wasn't that was in recent years. Um, was that year that two Chicago Bears were the starting uh, Pro Bowl cornerbacks and Richard Sherman got left out, and the Bears cornerbacks were good that year. It's just that uh. That was the last time Peanut Tillman was able to complete a season without being injured. I Peanut Tillman is becoming wow. uh, Mike Brown and and Bob Sanders to me. Well, we man, we have twenty seconds left. As I look out, you know, it's easy to get caught up uh, talking about the game today. But I think all, it's the mutual consensus, ladies and gentlemen, that we are all pulling for Carolina. So Cam, I want you to do it, man. You gotta, you gotta do yes, it for us. I want you dab on You got to dab. If you use it in the words of Jameis Winston, when we do it, we we gonna do it, and we gonna do it big. No, I mean you, yeah. got, you got to do it today, brother. Huge. So y'all go out there and handle it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mike, why don't you tell them where they can find us real quick before we get off the air? Uh, Blog Talk Radio. Well, we'll come back slash football fan rush radio. You can also check us on the Apple Podcast app. Never forget about the Tune In Radio app, and then Cass's favorite, the RSS Radio app. Great, great, great. And so, ladies and gentlemen, gonna let you all go. Please be looking out for our um, draft show when the, the draft rolls around. We'll do a special show for that, just to keep you all up to date on what's going on, who's picking up who, who's dropping who, and who's doing. Not in that order though. <laughs> so you all have all a, right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You have a, you all have a great Sunday. day. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, and I hope your team wins or not. You know, I'm just saying. Y'all have a great day. Love y'all. Have it.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.